We have special guests in our studio here at JM and the AM on this Tuesday morning. We were talking about anniversaries before. Apparently, Jay Booksbaum has brought along somebody who's celebrating a big milestone anniversary. Jay Booksbaum, of course, the number one kosher wine sommelier on planet Earth. We've searched, we've gone beyond the United States, beyond the normal continents that he travels, beyond the Earth itself. Uh, in the universe, I would say, he is the best number one kosher wine sommelier. And he has a special guest live in studio this morning from the grapevine, as we always say, uh, with our amazing friends at the Kedem and Royal Wine. Here is the one, the only, Jay Booksbaum. Early morning for you, Mr. Booksbaum. Actually, Very I, early. I owe an apology to you and all of your listeners. Now, this is going to be nice. Go ahead. Because a couple of weeks ago, I was supposed to be on the air right. with you and Jeff Morgan. Right. And, in fact, I, I warned you in advance that I'm going to ask you to guess where I'm calling in from. Correct. And it was I was actually in Argentina. Nice. And the week before that, I was in Costa Rica and Cancun and Mexico City. Right. And the next day after when I was supposed to call in, I was in uh, Santiago, Chile. And the next week, I was in Brazil. So I really apologize. I should have called in and from all those exotic places. Well, I yeah. wish you would have, but it's very hard to impress me this week with that resume of cities. Because as you know, Sunday night, I was at the Chabad conference, and I met Shluchim from Laos and Angola, oh, and man. Thailand, oh, and I'm man. like, wow, you know, compared to Jay, these guys are really in some remote <laughs> remote places on planet Earth. Uh, but you did do some serious traveling, and unfortunately weren't able to join us that morning, but I do want to mention that not yeah. only did you miss Jeff, but Simon Jacob was here. Yeah, I know. And, you know, when Simon's here, it brings the wine, uh, it brings, close it brings the wine discussion up to a different level, Mr. Booksbaum. Absolutely, Books absolutely. And you've told me that the drinking of wine, the actual consumption of wine goes to a different and higher level when you're sitting with Simon and enjoying wine. Absolutely. It's a whole spiritual plane. Right. So we miss him today. We could use him here today. Wouldn't you agree? I just spoke to him this morning. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Couldn't we use him? Well, actually, it's now what? In the afternoon. It's afternoon in Israel. But but can't we use him here today? Absolutely. Because today's a big anniversary. Big. Today's a big anniversary. You know, wineries, they open up. They open up and they hope. They hope that people will be attracted to what they offer. They hope that people will enjoy what they uh, what they provide, uh, especially by the way in our community where people sometimes can be a little bit uh, a little bit tough to please, right, Jay? <laughs> a little, <laughs> a little bit tough little? to please. Yeah. And in this case, uh, Gilad Flam uh, is here in the United States celebrating the twentieth anniversary of the Flam Winery. And Gilad, shalom to you, Boker Tov. Boker Tov. Great shalom. to see you. Great to see you. And all happy all. and happy anniversary. Thank you. How do you say happy anniversary in Hebrew? Mazal tov. Yeah, there you go. Mazal tov. <laughs> he made it very simple for me, Jay. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I was thinking, Yomuledet? No. Eh, whatever. That's not right. Whatever it is, everyone understands the sentiment. And do you remember that day 20 years ago when you decided to produce your first bottle for yes. the drinking public? Yes, I remember it. Uh, it was more than 20 years. Actually, it was in uh, Tuscany, in Montepulciano. I was uh, traveling with my brother who was studied in Italy and was working in Tuscany. And it was in the 90s. And uh, those days, the Italian Super Toscan were in a big, big hype and they made great wines, great uh, cab and Super Toscan. And we were sitting there in Tuscany and asking ourselves, 
how can we do like the French people, the Italian people, which they respect their culture, their terroir, their soil, their land. They built such a wine culture. And uh, there we decided that uh, we will uh, establish a winery in Israel with the philosophy of uh, terroir, of culture, of expressing the soil, expressing our uh, culture and everything that means in uh, terroir. Even though that uh, my father and my mother was in uh, California in the 60s, And uh, my mother, uh, my father was studying in UC Davis. In, uh, the UC Davis, just, so that anyone, just to let everybody know, UC Davis is the premier wine school for winemakers in the world. Interesting. Perhaps. And uh, those days, in the beginning of the 70s, the late uh, 60s, all the revolution in uh, Napa Valley started. Right. And my mother asked my father, why can we... Don't do it in Israel, but it was too early. Those days, that was only Carmel Winery uh, and uh, the big cooperative. So we went to work for Carmel Winery. But I think that the beginning, beginning of the idea was up there in uh, Napa in the beginning of the 70s. And of course... I didn't born yet. Even. Right, understood. And of course, leave it to your mother, uh, who, who loves the land of Israel more than Jewish women. She convinces your father it's a good idea. By the way, you raise a point, and I'd love Jay's comment on this. You mentioned about the French and Italian. People don't realize you're not just a businessman. They don't realize that vinters in general, and we pick this up as we tour Israel, have such an appreciation for the land, a love of the land, and a respect for the land and its produce. Am I correct? You are excellent. You're, you're correct because uh, wine and a small estate winery like we have, it's an idea. It's a philosophy. It's more than just, as you said, industrial wine, uh, um, you know, business. It's much, much, much more than this. Yeah. Uh, it's culture. It's to express uh, our soil. This is the main idea, the main philosophy behind this business because you can choose much, much better business than uh, <laughs> establishing a winery. And you, uh, you know what they say. Yeah. You want to make a million dollars in a wine business? Start with five. <laughs> Start with five million dollars. Yeah. Uh, and you, who, and of course sales is most important to you, obviously, but you've seen this from Gilad and others where this respect for the produce of the land and this love in, in their heart for the land. A lot of people don't get this. You know, we, we think we love Israel, but they, they mamash one, love one the of, land. One of the things, uh, Italians will tell you this, French great, you know, chateaus will tell you this. When you pick up a bottle of French wine, a French great Bordeaux, You're not just drinking wine, you're drinking Bordeaux. Right. You know, you're, you're literally... The area. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're bringing in that, uh, that commonality, that, uh, that uh, spirit. Yeah. And same thing with Italian wines. You know, you become Italian when you're drinking an Italian wine. Exactly. A little bit of you, right. you know. And, but, oh, By so way, much more even, so even for Even the Jews. California group right. would, would say that. Right. And so much more so for us as Jews right. and for Israeli winemakers as Israeli wineries. Sir. They really are there, you know, enjoy Israel. It's not just enjoy the wine. I will tell you, though, two nights ago, we had amazing tasting at, uh, and I want to thank all the, all the hosts and hostesses, Mrs. Le Ms. Levy and so on in Brooklyn, where we hosted uh, a, a tasting for um, uh, Flam's Wines. And one of the things I said was, you know, 30 years ago, we would say, buy Israeli wine, support Israel. 
And I got up and I said, don't buy Israeli wine to support Israel. Don't. You want to support Israel? Buy a bond. Plant a tree. Of course, you're buying Israeli wine and you're supporting Israel, of course. But buy Israeli wine, especially Flam Classico as an example, because it's just great wine. Because you can really enjoy it. And because you can really become a part of the culture and and the uh, terroir, as uh, Gilad would say. Very important message. By the way, tonight's event is open to the public or not? Just so I know. No. It is not. Okay, but there, not. Is, but there is an event tonight where you're literally going to be celebrating the 20th anniversary of Flom right. Winery. And congratulations. It, it, it was open to some public, but it sold out a long time ago. Also, what was the first bottle? What was the first type? What was the first thing you released to the public? Uh, the first one was the Flam Classico. Oh, that is the Classico yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, as Jay said. And it's coming from our vineyard in Mata. It's uh, near Jerusalem in the Judean Hills. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this wine expressed the Judean Hills uh, terroir. By the way, we also uh, made organization of four wineries, the Judean Hills Quartet, which is Us, Castel, uh, Tzora, and uh, Sfera. And this organization is communicate and uh, market the Judean Hills because our vision in the end of the day that people will pick up bottles from the Judean Hills like they pick up bottles from Rioja, Bordeaux, or Tuscany. And the Judean Hills, that will be a brand name of uh, quality wines all over the world, not only Jewish people. That's a very important effort. You know, like in America... We know that Napa Valley right. is the Napa Valley sure. of, of wine, right? Mm-hmm. And in France, we know the Bordeaux is the Bordeaux of wine. Margot is the Margot of wine, etc. In Israel, up until about, I would say, 15, 20 years ago, it was known that the Golan Heights was the Golan Heights sure. of wine. But now it's become clear that the Judean Hills are at least as equal to, if not superseding, the quality of, of grapes that you can get for wine in the Judean Hills and, over the Golan Heights. And who, aside from our forefathers, knew that it was a good place to grow vineyards? I'm, from, I mean, I'm saying, so aside from who, who in this generation found out that this is a really good idea and a good place to grow vineyards? Or, or did we know this for centuries? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it was, I think... Uh, we have to give the credit uh, for Eli Benzaken, uh, who is uh, Castel, was, uh, Castel right. who was uh, the first uh, grower in the Judean Hills. And uh, later on, uh, two years later, uh, Eli Benzaken and Ronnie James from uh, Tzora, I think they were the first one who grew uh, quality uh, grapes in the Judean Hills. And then we set up this group of the four wineries. Everything started in the... 90s right. of the last century. Right. All right. Uh, Gilad Flam is here. Happy anniversary of Flam Winery. Uh, we'll talk about the availability in the United States and this area in a moment. Uh, Jay is here. Uh, Gilad mentioned the Classico. Could you give us a review, a a, yeah. per, a percentage, a something, some information about yeah, the this? The Classico who, is who would enjoy it. it, it Classico is ridiculous because it's their starter wine. Right. <laughs> And you'd think that for a starter wine, it'd be, uh, you know, kind of like a nice, pleasant, drinkable, quaffable. This wine is a very serious wine. It's a almost a classic Bordeaux blend of Cabernet, Merlot, Cabernet Franc, Syrah, and Petit Verdot. Syrah is not a classic blend, but, but the others are. Right. And it is rich, flavorful, but also complex, elegant, and very, very long aging. This is not a wine that, um, you know, you drink now and, you know, finish it 
during the next 18 months. This is a wine where you drink now and then put away two cases for the next five years. And then the next five years after that, and probably in 10, 12 years, it'll hit its peak. So, so it stores well. It stores well, and it's <laughs> only about 30, I don't know, 32 $33 a bottle. So this is amazing for a boutique wine. And this is the one that everybody, everybody reacted to immediately. It was the first yeah. one you released, and, yeah. and everyone. Uh, are, are, there, are the years, are the vintages much different than other years, or... If you see a bottle of classical, you don't have to inspect what year it's from. I think in Israel, the years are not, there is not such a difference. Really? Like in Europe and the years. Uh, yeah, we don't have rain in Israel. We have a dry season. Right. And uh, the temperature are quite uh, the same. Uh, so the years are, this is, in Israel, it's consistent quality. Right. Would, would you agree with that countrywide, that I, in Israel would, it's more irrelevant the I year? I agree, uh, agree with that countrywide with, one, with some exceptions. For example, and Akadosh Baruch has been very good to us, especially this past 16 vintage. You know, 15 was Shviet, uh, right. was Shmita, right. And uh, the Herzogs and Royal Wine will not bring in Shmita wine. Right. We will not take Kedushat Shviet out of Eretz Yisrael. Right. And the following year, 16, was a blockbuster of a vintage. It was amazing. Every winemaker, including, he doesn't want to talk about it so much, but including <laughs> Gilad's brother, Golan, will tell you that 16 was a phenomenal vintage coming off of the 15 Shviet, and, uh, and you could tell in the wines. So and this is the there one are exceptions. This is the one that's in front of us right, right some now. Some people say 03 was an exceptional right. vintage, and 04. I agree. There you go. Yeah, so there are differences, but they're subtle and not very, not as common right. as the wines from other countries. Correct. All right. Uh, Flom Winery availability. Jay, there are five bottles in front of us right now. Two actually are the same. The Cab 2016 Reserve, right? Those, those oh. would be the same. So there's, there's four in front of us right now. Tell us about availability in this area. And if people ask for Flom in their specific retailers, any, what any, they'll get. Uh, any pretty good wine shop, I'm sorry, any good wine shop with a decent variety of kosher wines will have Flom. He may not have all the varieties, but they will have flam. Almost always they will have, if it's a wine shop that has a kosher section, will have the Classico, the, the, the Blanc, which is a blend of Sauvignon and Chardonnay, was just rated as the top Israeli wine by Robert Parker. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Top Israeli white. The Syrah is an amazingly rich, delicious, spicy Long-lasting wine, and I, I, you're right. I picked. They look the same, but I picked. I should have picked the Merlot too, ah. and I have it in the car. But <laughs> it's the Cabernet and the Merlot, uh, both the reserves. They're, they're just amazing wines, long-lasting and quite ubiquitous. You can get them, and if they don't have them, thanks to Ketam and the good people at Royal Wine, the retailer can get it the next day. So. Um, how does one price these wines? How does a winemaker who's shipping these wines from Israel know if this should be a 30 or a $100 bottle? Uh, well, it's a big question. Sure. Uh, is. <laughs> uh, f- first of all, uh, I think, uh, you know, it's the process and, uh, it's the vineyard and uh, how much yield you can take uh, from one dunam. Yield, yield. yield. Right. Yeah, you can take from one dunam, like we are taking around seven to 600 kilos, and you can take, and you can, it can bring you 1.5 tons, like three times. Right. So it's yield, it's the process. Uh, this is like every product that you're producing. Are some of these grapes more rare than the others? Or more or less accessible. Low yields, very right. low yields, and right. then the the grapes are much more concentrate and uh, much more flavors and uh, much more color that you can um, you know feel it in the 
the mouse. Uh, we have a sorting uh, table in the entrance of the of the winery, and uh, each cluster uh, is sorting. We are sorting each cluster by hand. Imagine? I mean, what a process! They literally <laughs> lift up each cluster of grapes, oh, gosh. and any bad grapes, they literally pick off, right? Yeah, yeah. And this they throw them away, or or they use them for brandy or whatever, you know. And I mean, just to give you an idea, yeah. Okay. You can buy a ton of grapes. I'm sorry. Uh, you can yes, you can get uh, up to 12 tons per acre in the United States. Right. I don't know how much that is in dunams. I think it's two and a half dunams per ton or something. Yeah. Two and a half dunams per acre. But it, you can get as little as 1.6 tons per acre. So what what Gilad is talking about is the fact that he's getting grapes in that kind of category, right. and he's only taking from vineyards that produce very concentrated, very robust, very delicious at at harvest grapes that, in the end, will produce the same kind of amazing wines. Gilad Flom, Gilad Flom, and Jay Booksbaum are here. We're celebrating the twentieth anniversary of Flom Winery. Is there any big announcement coming now that it's twenty years? Is there a next step, a next bottle, a new? vintage a new uh, yeah. idea like what what how are you looking back at the last 20 years and advancing further so i think the big thing that we are in front of it we are going to plant another 150 dunams uh, in uh, below adasa and karem hospital in the judanis it's a great great location and uh, on an old terrace uh, on an old terra- terrace uh, in uh, evan sapir if you know yeah. uh, this, uh, who owns that property? <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that's a big project. That uh, I can imagine. <laughs> it's a very big project. Uh, yeah, because we believe in this area of the Judean Hills, and we want to develop it. And uh, this is how it works in the wine business. You plant, you go, you find uh, new locations for uh, the vineyards, and you try to make. Uh, the best, the unique wines that uh, you can get from uh, the soil, and just as just as a you know a point of uh, education as from the education sure. minister on wine here, um, Terra <laughs> yes, Rosa so, it's Terra Rosa yeah. soil. It's it's mostly slate. It's uh, the soil there is uh, limestone white on 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 top of it there is a brown Terra Rosa. Okay. So from this soil you get very unique character. To the grapes, uh, mainly in uh, Evans appear it's uh, red grapes. And the next project is Aminadav. If you know, it's also, uh, this is, uh, um, Evans appear it's around 700 meters above sea level. It's 2,100 feet above sea level. And Aminadav is 800, it's just above it. And uh, they're the very good uh, soil for white wines. So, yeah, it's very interesting and a lot of things going on. Unbelievable. What a blessed land, huh? Unbelievable. Incredible. Uh, we're talking about the Flam Winery. Uh, are you happy with the reaction uh, from people in this area to your wines? Yes, very much. Um, you know, thanks God. You hear uh, from the Americans? We hear very good feedbacks <laughs> from the Americans. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, you know, can say thank you to to Jay, to all Royal and Kedem uh, company that, uh, you know, we were working together and cooperate since day one we are in the market and uh, we, could, we couldn't choose better part- partners. I have to tell you that I, believe that, I told this uh, a couple nights ago when we had this tasting. I know 
Golan's fa- Gilad's family for probably over 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it, because Israel his father who still has I no matter what he says I still think he has tremendous influence in the winery. He's retired from Carmel but certainly brings his yeah. experience and expertise with him and it's just he's such a wonderful man, such a wonderful human being and I urge everybody you know, people call me all the time. I want. I'm going to Israel. I want to visit a winery. Which one? I always tell them <clears throat> one of the nicest stops. It's not the biggest. It's not the most, oh, you know, decked out. But it actually is one of the most magnificent spots. It's not. It's in Beit Shemesh, right. so it's it's you know it's a, it's ten minute, fifteen minute ride from Jerusalem. Go visit the Flam Winery. You'll, you'll, you won't regret it. So there are tours open to the yeah, public. There are tours, and we welcome everybody. By the way, there is a website. You can go to flamwinery.com, F-L-A-M, flamwinery.com. They also have an English site uh, there connected to their main site, so you can get more information and find out more about the wines. And as we recommended earlier, all of them that are in front of us, the Classico, the Blanc, the Syrah 2016 Reserve, the Cab, the Merlot that Jay mentioned, all big recommendations from us as uh, Flam celebrates it's 20th anniversary when a, and I hate to put you on the spot, but I'm so curious, you know, 20 years ago when a small winery and obviously anybody starting is small comes to your outfit and we know how Baruch Hashem Royal Wine, you know, is an amazing partner if you have them at your side and they propose that, you know, that you go ahead, you and your company go ahead and distribute these wines in the U.S. and that you partner with them around the world. I mean, what's generally the reaction? I mean, I, 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 I can't say, imagine that each and every time you say to these small startup wineries, yeah, come aboard. You're, you're absolutely right. And in this case, it's just the opposite. When I heard that Flam was available, and, and Gilad can tell you, I did not leave them alone. They didn't come <laughs> to us. I begged them, please, let us distribute, let us sell your wines. Isn't that right? That's right. And Every, and actually, true. he had a bunch of people asking him, "Am I right?" Yeah, he had a bunch of people, and Everyone. and we spent a lot of lots dinners, of dinners, a lot of a lot of good to wine York, together, yeah. flights to New York, etc. And we Israel, got them yeah. because you know there are a handful of wineries in Israel that are considered the best wineries in Israel. If you'd have to pick three, Gilad's wine would they're be in the one top of them. three. Yeah, and you knew this going in, based on the relationship yeah. with his father and the success that you envisioned they would have. Yeah. Because of their expertise, I'm now I'm glad I asked the question. Yeah, it's Jay really... has great nose. <laughs> <laughs> and now, if there is a small startup winery tuned in, don't expect to get the same type of reaction from not, Jay. Not generally, <laughs> not generally. You have to really be something special. <laughs> and eventually, if you keep knocking on the door and you keep uh, trying to convince everybody there, you might actually. If you do a good job, might actually join the team. Let's put it that way. Uh, Gilad Flam is celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Flam Winery. Uh, he's here in the U.S. visiting anywhere outside of New York. Are you going anywhere around no. the country? Going this back, visit back only, to Israel? Only New York, yeah. Are there places around this country, aside from New York and New Jersey, that are oh, very yeah. into Flam? Chicago, California, Florida. Very into um, You know, obviously New Jersey. Right. Uh, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so we congratulate Flam on that. And, of course, uh, Jay Buxbaum is here as we um, uh, recommend to everybody. If you want to support Israel and you want delicious wine, because as you said, you can support Israel in many different ways. But if you want to do so and have a great bottle of wine at your table, then you are recommending Flam Winery, F-L-A-M. And just to mention him for the sake of mentioning him, 
if Simon Jacob were here, would he enjoy one of the bottles of Flom? Oh, Simon Jacob is he, a complete Flom freak. He is okay. So there's no question. He's collected all the nobles. He's got all the reserve cabs. He's yeah. got cases of it, and he's a good friend. He yeah. is an amazing friend, yeah. <laughs> and he knows his wine, and he's trying to get me to make sure I know. Uh, more about kosher wine as well. All right, Gilad, uh, mazal tov to you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Jay, what can I say? You've brought us another important and interesting guest from Israel uh, into our studio. My kudos to you. I cannot tell you how many people, every time we do one of these shows, (laughs) your, your audience is not just your audience. They are like... I just heard it, you know, like, they're like they're your active. family. It's an they're active so, audience. Oh, my God. Baruch Hashem, it's an active you, audience. You, you, thank, you and we love beautiful. when you bring us good wine, but when they're from Israel, it's even more special to us, a collective vote. Uh, my thanks to both Gilad and Jay. More coming up. You're listening to a Tuesday morning edition of JM in the AM.